have tuned in to the Make Your Day Count broadcast with Pastor Errol Beckford, Senior Pastor of Celebration Tabernacle Church, President of Celebration Marketplace Ministries, and author of Make Life Work in a Fast-Paced World. And here's Pastor Beckford. Wednesday morning. Uh, somebody being glad out there this morning. Yes. I'm somebody going to give a big shout out. Shout unto the Lord with the voice of triumph. Somebody needs to shout with what? The voice of triumph. Our God reign. Our God rule. Our God is on our side. Therefore, we are victorious. I'll tell he, you, I feel like preaching this early morning here. He is our salvation. Yes. Jesus is our salvation. In Matthew chapter 1, verse 21, the Amplified Version says, She will give birth to a son, and you shall name him Jesus. And then we have in the brackets the word Jesus, the Lord is salvation. The Lord is salvation, for he will save his people from their sins. So Jesus has come into the world to do what? To save us from our sin. He is our, our salvation. salvation. Our increase is tied to our salvation. Because God in you, God in me, is the hope of glory. And he doesn't stay dominant in our life. He gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger in our life. We grow. We are to grow in the grace and in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, when I come to the Lord, I come simple, a sinner, and say, Lord, I receive you as my Savior. He saves me from my sin. But now the growth began. Then he started to grow, increase in me. God, you got to pray that prayer. Oh, Lord, increase in me. Oh, Lord. Daily, my life needs to become more and more and more like you. Notice what Proverbs says. The righteous is like the sun. Shine evermore into what? A perfect day. It says the righteous is like the sun. It shines more and more and more into a perfect day. And that should be the desire of us that Jesus Christ will become bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger into my life, into your life, into that what? Perfect day when we in glory. Hallelujah. Yeah, and in order to be bigger, in order to increase, there's some things we got to bust out of. Come on now. Right, when you think about the power of a seed, a seed has everything that is needed for life in it talk about a, a regular seed a seed that you will plant in the in the ground it has everything that is needed for life on the inside of it and then it has to be sown into the ground into the elements everything that is needed for life is in the seed and it must break past the encasing it must break past its place of confinement it must break past its place of dormancy in order to germinate in order to grow and it breaks from the darkness of the ground into the light. And every plant has an in 
habit, uh, inward characteristic in it to grow toward the light. Yes. So that's why some, you got to rotate those house plants because they begin to go toward the source of the light. So our growth is by turning our face back to our Father, our salvation, which is the anchor of our increase, and it brings forth that growth when we turn our face back to our Father. And we can't be stuck in religion. We can't be stuck in, in the coldness, in the dormancy of religion. We must operate in a relationship with Jesus Christ. In Matthew chapter 11, verse 28, says, Come to me, all who are weary and heavily burdened by religious rituals that provide no peace, and I will give you rest, refreshing your souls with salvation. Salvation is our refreshing, knowing Nobody expects you to do it all by yourself. You were not created to do it all by yourself. It's the Spirit of God that guides you. It's the Spirit of God that gives you the discernment that you need. It's the Spirit of God that already has went before you and has already set every crooked place straight. It's the Spirit of God that has opened every door and given you the power to overcome every adversity adversity sitting at that door. It's by the Spirit of God. Where Why are we weary? And heavily burdened because we're trying to do it by ourselves. We're trying to put forth religious rituals that bring forth no peace. But Jesus said, I will give you rest, refreshing your souls with salvation. That's why we have to return back to the joy of our salvation. Return back to the joy of our salvation. You were saved for a reason. You were saved for a purpose. You were created for a reason. You were created for a purpose and you were redeemed you were brought back from the enemy the ransom has already been paid so you don't have to remain in a hostage situation with the enemy the ransom has already been paid through the shed blood of jesus christ it guarantees our salvation our redemption it's already been done so we must refresh our souls with that the more that you cast onto god the less burdens that you have the more you magnify God in your life, the bigger God is in your life, the less things you have to worry about being God over. Hallelujah. I pray this morning that God, through Jesus Christ, will increase in you. That's my prayer this morning, that the Lord Jesus Christ will increase in you. As the topic here we discussing of Joe this week, that our increase is anchored in our salvation. And John 10.10 10 tells us, The thief comes only to kill, to steal, and to destroy. But Jesus says, I come, that you will have what? Life, eternally. Life, eternally. Spiritual life. The God type of life, the Zoe life, the God life that ever increases, never decreases. It says that you may have this life and have it more abundantly. You will have this life that don't decrease, that doesn't shrink. It gets more, larger and larger and larger because that's why he goes on. He says, it started, I give you life. But it doesn't stop there. And you will have it how? More and more and more 
and more abundantly. That's the powerful truth that is. You, don't you want that type of life, that Zoe life, that God's life, that the God type of life that never shrink, that just keep on increasing? And we get that by being receptive yeah. to God's word. So we're in Matthew chapter 13, and we're going to go up to verse 12. For whoever has spiritual wisdom, because he is receptive to God's word. That's a powerful point right there. Where does spiritual wisdom come from? Being receptive to God's word. Well, what does God's word say? If any man lacks wisdom, let ask. Him ask. Let him ask. So we're petitioning heaven for the wisdom that we need. For whoever has spiritual wisdom, because he is receptive to God's word, to him more will be given. And he will be richly and abundantly supplied by or excuse me, but what but whoever does not have spiritual wisdom because he has devalued God's word. Yeah. Even what he has will be taken away from him. So we devalue God's word when we don't do what it says. Yeah. Or we don't take the time to know what it says. It says. Don't we're, take the time to know what it says. We're not placing value on it. So we must value, be receptive to the word of God. And then we receive the spiritual wisdom. We receive the spiritual discernment to be able to navigate into places that worldly wisdom can't go. We have to have the wisdom from above. Verse 13, this is the reason I speak to the crowds in parables. Because while having the power of seeing, they do not see. And while having the power of hearing, they, they do, do not, not hear. hear nor do they understand and grasp spiritual things. In them, the prophecy of Isaiah is being fulfilled, which says, you will hear and keep on hearing, but never understand. You will look and keep on looking, but never comprehend. And there, you, there's a lot of people that are stuck right there. Yes. They feel like they've been hearing and they keep hearing, but they never understand. They look and keep looking, but they never comprehend. For this nation's heart has grown hard, and with their ears they hardly hear, and they have tightly closed their eyes. Otherwise they would see with their eyes and hear with their ears and understand with their heart and turn to me, and I would heal them spiritually. So how do we activate this? By being receptive to God's word. We can't close our eyes so tight. No, I don't want to know what God says. No, I don't want to speak about religion. No, I don't want to speak about, about God. It might offend somebody, might this. So we close our eyes so tight to it that we have all this internal chaos going on. We have all this turbulence around us because we've rejected, we've devalued the word of God. The word of God has the solution. The word of God is the solution to every circumstance, to every argument. The word of God is the final authority. So we have to value that. We have to know first what does the word say. Says. Then the Bible, it, it, it tells us all throughout, teach these things to your children. So when that the other little kids come up to them and they ask them, are they this, are they that, things that you don't do in your home, that you, they need to know who they are. Their yes. identity has to be rooted in their salvation, who God created them 
on to be. So we do, we need to know what the Bible says about the things that face us on the news, the things that face us on our job, the things that face our children in the classroom. They have to know what the word of God says. It is the measuring line for truth. So we have, we have to understand it to be able to tell it onto them. It's so vital and important that we learn the word of God and apply it. We learn it and we apply it to our daily living. Therefore, our life should be guided by the word. Our life should be guided by the word. What does the word say? What does God say concerning my life? What does God say concerning my children? What does God say concerning my wife? What does God say concerning my husband? What does God say concerning my pastor? God has something to say about everything that pertains to life and godliness. And sometimes he'll say it quick. Yes. And sometimes he'll have you looking through some other stuff that you're going to need to know later. Yeah. <laughs> and then he says it. Yeah. <laughs> There's been times I've been looking for an answer. I see a whole lot of stuff that's not the answer. But I'm glad I saw it because I end up needing that. <laughs> so God has a way of teaching us. He has a way of showing us and preparing us, giving us the word to store in the vault of our heart so that we're able to move forward and to increase in every area of our life. Increase isn't just about money. It's about every area of life. And this is our year, 2022. It is our year of advancement. Make your day count. Thank you for tuning in to the Make Your Day Count broadcast with Pastor Errol Beckford, Senior Pastor of Celebration Tabernacle Church in the beautiful city of Coco. For more information on this broadcast, please contact us at 321-638-0381. Tune in tomorrow to hear more about how you can make your day count. Hey, this is Daryl Evans. Your passion for Jesus will be inspiring to others, so keep listening to today's modern worship on WMIE 91.5 FM. It's time to let the light in, let the light in. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Turn the Light On with Pastor Kevin Radlin and friends. Turn the Light On is a topical study of the Bible and how these topics apply to everyday life for each one of us. Join us today as we look at the Bible, life as a believer in Christ, and how to be relevant.